Hey, it's Lexi. And Victoria. And welcome to Entry Level, the podcast for people figuring it out. If this happens to be your first episode with us, make sure you check out our trailer on all of our podcast profiles to get a better idea of who exactly we are. Sounded so official. Thank you. I only practiced that one other time, so I'm glad that it came out well. That was good. Lexi, how do you feel about recording episode number three? So while this is episode three, this is actually our first time recording since the first episode was posted. Yeah. Um, so we we did it. We did it, Joe. Yeah. Out there. Special shout out to everybody who's listened so far, all 60 of you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we check the analytics every day. We know it's been 60 people. Yeah, Lexi literally keeps anger at FM up on her computer and I just tell her it's not the move. Listen, it doesn't stress me out. It excites me, you know? I love me a good graph. Like I said in episode two, we could just touch one person. (laughs) Actually, I might have edited that out. So maybe I didn't say it. But if we just can touch one person, that'd be enough for me. It'll make it all worth it. Yeah. So last week, well, technically not last week for us, other week. Mm -hmm. I can't even come up with our schedule. So two weeks ago, we discussed our New Year's resolutions and intentions and we decided to capitalize on one more holiday. So we're one more week away from Valentine's Day. So we're hopping on the bandwagon and we're doing like every other podcast and we're talking about relationships. But I think ours has a different twist. Yeah. So if you stay in for the long haul, it'll, there will be something for everybody. We'll also preface it with this. I feel like we're not in like the stereotypical relationship, Galentines, whatever. We're bringing you different perspectives. Yeah. Victoria and I are drawing from our extensive background in history. So extensive. Um, to pull together this conglomerate of a wonderful episode for you all. Yeah. So, I personally yeah. think it's going to be good. We talked through our outline. So. So. Lexi, streets are saying you're a relationship girl. I have to say the streets are correct on this one. Um, I feel like I definitely identify as a relationship girl. Um, let's keep that very separate from Cassie from Euphoria. <laughs> I, to be completely Justice. Honest, no, to be completely honest, I think I'm pretty self-aware. Um, and while I definitely would say I'm a relationship type of person, I'm at the point right now where I don't use it for any type of, you know, validity. Um, but I would say in the past five years, I guess bringing it back to my freshman year at SMU, During those five years, um, I have talked exclusively with two people. I have dating those people. Um, I'm still in a loving, healthy relationship with wifey material. Um, Victoria said it, not me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's not that to say not necessarily in a a relationship girl because I just love to be in relationships. That's just kind of the path I've taken up until this point. Don't really have any experience casually dating. Not saying that I want that experience. I'm in a happy relationship. Um, But I think there are so many different perspectives and so many things you can learn both from casually dating and from being in like longer term relationships. Wait, sliding, what is it? Sliding down the wall, crying. I was going to say, can we cuss on here? I cussed in the first episode and I had to text my mom. Hey, I said shit in the first episode. So if you listen to it, watch out. Okay, shitting, crying, throwing (laughs) up. (laughs) Sliding down the wall, crying. Um, yeah, I think that that's interesting, happy for you that you, (laughs) that that's been your experience and that's been your truth. I can't say the same for me personally. We wrote down that right now I'm in the era of casual dating. Um, how true that is, I don't really know. I haven't been on a date in a while, like maybe a couple of months, shit, maybe even a year. No, okay, it's been less than, it's been less than a year. 
but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like relationships just weren't emphasized in my household, like Mm -hmm. especially dating. Like I wasn't allowed to date. I think until high school, and by then, I like you know grew up in a small town, like knew everybody. Yeah. So I just didn't really see anybody in that light. Like I had one crush, but. Oh, man. He had a girlfriend, like, the whole time. And he was for the streets. Like, so I just never really went down that route. And then I thought I was going to go crazy in college and Mm -hmm. date all these people. But if you remember in episode one, we kind of of talked through the SMU dating pool. And let's just say the cards were not in my favor personally, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. Worked through that trauma talked to a therapist, we're moving on type deal. Mm-hmm. But I will say like, I made myself go on like my first real date a year or two ago. Yeah. And that was interesting just because dating, I don't know if it's in your 20s or just like in this generation right now, mm-hmm. is really interesting and weird and hard. And I think like, I could do a whole episode about like how this generation treats relationships but I think that everyone finds them so disposable because you just have someone at your fingertips Mm -hmm. and so like they'll just ghost you in the middle of nowhere you ghost somebody in the middle of nowhere like so it's just like a very weird time to be dating I feel like and so I'm kind of navigating how I feel about that but also realize that I can't figure out what I actually like and don't like about like who I would want as a partner until I like throw myself in that mix And that's very interesting for me. Like, that was a really big insight for me because, one, I'm a Libra. (laughs) And also Libra Venus for people who are really into astrology. But, like, definitely romanticize the idea of relationships Mm -hmm. versus recognizing that it's two people, like, two whole people. Like, there are flaws in both of us. And so, for me, like, getting the ache over, like, something super small and stupid and not really seeing that person as a whole or I guess the potential that that person could bring or how mm-hmm. they might balance me out is like something that I'm trying to work through. But yeah, that's me. I feel like there are so many things you said that I would, you have made a comment like, oh, this could be a whole separate episode, which yeah. I totally agree. I have so many thoughts and so many things. One, um, I think the first thing you mentioned was, oh, how dating was treated like in my household. Mm-hmm. I think the house you grow up in plays such, yeah, like, I don't know. Brie Reams, if you're listening to this, psychology girl, um, follow up and let me know if, if there's validity in what I'm saying. But I feel like your the household that you're brought up in has such a dramatic impact on your relationship journey, not necessarily positively or negatively, but just how you view those things and how you go through it. Um, my parents got married really young. My parents, they were a military family. <laughs> um, but they followed that route of like getting married young, having kids young. They're still together. Um, my partner Noah, his parents got married much, much older, had him much older, um, ended up divorcing after a couple years. And so even just in our conversations on relationships in general, not even to the point of marriage or anything, it's just so crazy, like how that has such an impact on it. I think also a lot of relationships are romanticized. Mm -hmm. Um, Victoria kind of hinted at that as well, but on one end, people are disposable in the sense of like, you can find singles are just you have access to so many different people and their profiles in so many different areas um but now relationships are such a like a center of entertainment yeah like youtube families i think is such a oh god um but even like so many couples and people younger than us yeah also have been together for like 
six months. Yeah. I mean, they have a cute video and then suddenly they have millions and millions of followers for looking for their content every day. I think that is so weird. I also think it's strange. Um, I know who you're talking. I'm trying to think of examples. I can think of multiple. Mostly from TikTok, but. Like who? I'm thinking of the Clemson girls. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh, like the football player people. Yes. Yeah, I actually really like them. They're, I don't follow them though. Yeah, I don't. But I'm well, what's like, the girl with the blonde hair? Kenzie. Are you sure that's her name? Kenzie and Brayden. Yes. I like them. They I do say, think they do bits sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, this is fake. No, for sure. I will say though about them specifically, they have separate profiles. Which I appreciate. Yes. That joint shit. Nah. it's so cringe especially the family ones like why are you exploiting your kid like that that could be a whole different episode <laughs> why are you exploiting your kid you have your kid paying the bills literally, literally i'm doing tiktok full-time no you're not <laughs> your children are doing your they can't walk yet literally okay. like they can barely okay whatever anyway, off topic yeah that was not in the outline um <laughs> just a thought that i had on the you know on the, the outside looking in yeah. um, of what relationships look like and you know kind of romanticizing what they are versus what they could be um, and just kind of, like, all of the behind-the-scenes work, I'll say, to put it into, like, making something work and last because it's hard. People are different. Um, and it's just, like, making that decision of whether or not you think it's worth working through. Back to what you were saying, I have, like, another take on the romanticizing of relationships. <laughs> um, I feel like I was listening to this podcast called Girls Gotta Eat. They had the woman who used to work at Hinge on, and so mm-hmm. she's, like, a relationship expert, and she was, like, giving advice on how to set up your profile. And the woman was explaining the different types of people in relationships, mm-hmm. and one of them was the romanticizer. Um, there were, like, four types, I think. I can link the podcast if you want me to in the show notes. But, like, it was actually very, like, interesting to see, like, what categories I fit into, because you can fit into more than one. Yeah. But I think the romanticizer... Romantic- romanticizer why is that so hard for me um really resonated with me because it was literally like you just like the idea of it like but Mm -hmm. in practice you really don't enjoy it they sent me a tiktok and it was like um this girl who had like texted her friend and she was like what do i say to this guy and she was like ask him how his day was and she was like i literally don't care yeah i resonated with that tiktok so much because i was like i don't care how his day was doing like i don't care how his day was i don't care what his favorite color is like and i I yeah outside of romantic interests like those conversations are so i hate those conversations and that's the main reason why i haven't been on a date lately because i'm like i just can't go through this like getting to know someone stage Mm -hmm. right now especially because i'm so busy yeah and I was listening to another another podcast today, sorry. The girl's bathroom, um, they're British, but they were talking about how in your 20s, you usually either focus on like your career, your social life, or your like relationships. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is actually so true because I feel like right now I'm really in this like career focused mode, not on purpose, just because like I'm so busy. I'm like, I just don't have the time mm-hmm. to like go out of my way to like go on a date every day week or like every other day um not that I have people knocking on my door <laughs> you, might, you might have to this one no I would hope so um but also just like I literally don't have the time I feel like I wake up I work out I go home and I like immediately start working yeah work until five and then I'm like exhausted mm-hmm. maybe like cook dinner and then go to bed and do it all again and then the weekends it's like yeah I have time but like yeah, I mean, I think, too, everybody is just... Everyone has gotten so used to their COVID routine now, Yeah. Where we're not in the practice of, like, 
being so I mean some people are and they have been the whole <laughs> pandemic um but you know what I mean in like the daily like we went so long without or like we just got so accustomed to this new lifestyle which I think for a majority of people or at least I would hope probably doesn't include as much social interaction in general like yeah like picking out outfits I love getting dressed I love clothes but even picking out I'm like yeah like again. yeah you know, doing your hair, like putting on makeup, like driving places. Like yeah. it just seems like so much more of a task than it used to be. I will also say like in addition to that, like I was talking to my therapist and she was like, because I told her, I was like, oh, well, like I want not necessarily like a meet cute. Do you know what that is? Like where you have a, a, like a cute story as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like a romantic, like a, a rom-com, rom-com thing. Yeah. Um, It's like, I, it's not necessarily that I want to meet cute, but like I feel like. Not that I'm better than meeting someone on a dating app, but, like, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm destined to meet somebody at Whole Foods or something, or maybe the bar. I don't care. But she was like, yeah, so, like, what would be the tactical things, like, for that to happen? And she was like, you would have to talk to somebody, right? And she was like, so do you talk to people at the grocery store? And I was like, no, I actually have my head, like, my AirPods in every time. Yeah, mask on, hat on, AirPods in. So don't look approachable in that aspect. And then I also was talking about, like, even in bars and stuff, I was like, I haven't dated since being out of college yeah. and so with college I felt like it was so much easier because you all had some type of relation mm-hmm. at least in, at our school because like you it's so small like everyone knew mm-hmm. someone in some capacity or you could just name something random and y'all would have something in common but now that we're out of school if I go up to a bar that person could be from literally anywhere could have gone to any school could have any background it also doesn't help that like I work like remotely for a company in New York like I don't have co-workers that I can like go out with and meet people through them so yeah I just like that's why I'm like so far removed from dating right now um am I talking to people yes but it's not like I feel like it's not something feasible enough to where I feel the need to like go out and meet them yeah so not to go on a tangent but (laughs) that was that so Victoria had also made a comment regarding you know just going through social media profiles, dating profiles, you know, you see one thing about the person, it's like an ick, it turns you off. Um, And I think, honestly, the discourse around having icks is so funny. There are definitely so many things I see that are pointed out and so many that I agree with. Like? Victoria. Like, what are some that you agree with? I was going to bring it back to you and say, what were yours? I don't really have any at the top of my head, but I feel like if I listen to some of yours, I'll get some ideas. Um, I am immediately turned off by anybody who has any type of like hunting photo oh yeah yeah, yeah. like even the, the camo the the deer animal, the fish even i don't want to see you on a boat um all of that is just very i won't even i won't even look in your direction that's at luckett um i'm pretty sure you posted multiple pictures of you hunting on your instagram look it, i've never looked at you in a romantic <laughs> no <laughs> offense no no offense um you've always been a great friend slash coworker. Oh, yeah. Y'all work together. Um, okay. What about another one? Or do you want to go back and forth? Sure. One, people are going to be like, she's a psychopath. Um, one of mine is like emojis, but non-ironically. Oh, yeah. And that's so hard because you can't express that when you're first talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I literally cringe whenever someone's like, how was your day today? Beautiful question mark. With the angel halo. I'm like, I'm... Mm-hmm throwing up yeah that is a little i it just that just 
doesn't translate to real life. It really doesn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you were to, if you were to see someone in person, like, people just don't speak like that. Yeah, it's just not the vibe. Different type of. I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's fair to call it confidence that people have behind a screen that that make them think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's like my main one is emojis. Mm. Non ironically. Yeah, I think um, it's like I said. I I thought that it's funny that it's such a topic now because not that aches didn't exist before I just feel like they weren't as commonly spoken about um but it makes me laugh thinking about when I met my current boyfriend Noah um so many aches off the first impression like what so it was at SMU he was playing basketball in Denman Rec I don't have anything against athletes like that's the thing. He also wasn't really that athletic, which was like made it worse. Like he's tall and he had the basketball in his hands, and I was just like, "What is going on?" His outfit, it wasn't a joke. Like he really <laughs> it together, Victoria. He had on Steve Harvey merch. <laughs> like, it was, like, it was oh man, that was, was that laugh Steve is probably Harvey. too loud. It was a Steve Harvey T-shirt, like that said, like the Steve Harvey Show. Like Family Feud, no, Steve I Harvey. Mean, yeah. Like, Bald no, head, think like yeah, a man, Steve Harvey. Exactly who you're thinking of right now. He, he had that merch on. Why? I don't know. And it was it was ill-fitting. Not in like a Kid Cudi crop top, baby tee type of... Like it was... Like he had shown me a picture of him wearing that shirt in middle school. Not him still having it no, in college. He, he, no, exactly. A so decade later. It was like... It was fitting like a crop top, but again, not like... Wait, that's that so bad. With the basketball shorts and everything. And it was just... Like I remember looking at him and that was me meeting him for the first time ever. Like my friends... Um, People in my friend group and people in his friend group. Uh, we were also on campus like a week before class started um, due to the program that we were in. So it was a small amount of people anyway. Um, but the whole, like, we all the girls, my whole crew, we all walked up and we were just like, who is this <laughs> Oh, well, man. Like, it was so bad. Um, but I don't know what he did because we ended up talking after that. Um, but it's just so funny because had I just seen a photo of him, probably off the bat, I would have been like, absolutely. Not. Yeah. And I think that that's also... <laughs> Speaking of, that's like I think that's my issue is like I don't give someone the potential past their p- profile. It can sometimes it can it can be hard. Yeah, I agree. I think especially when you like someone's given the opportunity to like curate themselves in a way that they yeah. think is attractive versus I know that was not Noah's. Yeah, I think that that's what makes it even worse. Like you put work into this and like and it still looks bad. Yeah. Like I think for me, I get so annoyed because not annoyed, but I'm just like. Why would you do yourself dirty like that? Like, guys will have such a good profile, and then I'll get to, like, the last picture. And I'm like, why would you post this? Like, yeah, like this just put in my head that I can perceive you this way. Yeah. And I don't want to perceive you this way because you, I'm not into it. Yeah. I get nervous thinking about how people perceive me. Yeah. But, again, probably for another day. Another episode. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I agree. I think, I'm trying to think if I have any other icks. Well, what does your profile look like? Um, on the topic. We can bring it up. I feel like it's not that interesting. So maybe that's something that I could work on. Okay, so I have my hinge up first. Okay. I'll do hinge and bumble because I don't really F with Tinder like that. For all the males listening, again, Victoria is on hinge and bumble. Yeah, but I'm a little picky. So. But she might not. Was it swipe right? No, you just match with people on hinge. You might. You either like them or you put an X. So for those of you who are not familiar with Hen, your profile consists of six pictures. Do you have to have six? I don't think so. I think it's up to six. Up to three written prompts and then like all of the details. So like work, job title, school, etc. So my first picture, I'm also showing you. Picture of me and my friend Rachel on a rooftop bar. The skyline. 
yeah it's like okay this is the vibe that i'm looking for if we're gonna go yeah Yeah. it's like i'm not a pf chang's girl if i'm gonna go on a date right right you know so i also got this tip from this other girl she said that she put her profile and was like my love language is dinner reservations because guys need like a nudge to like have an idea of how to ask you to hang out which is true i will say before this, I answered, like, one of my prompts, best place in town for, mm-hmm. and so I said, uh, sushi and ramen, and so, like, a lot of my responses would be, like, oh, like, where are your favorite places to go, yeah. and that's actually what led to my first date, because I was, like, yeah. oh, like, this place has the best ramen, and then we went to that place, so. Mm-hmm. What place has the best ramen? Wabi House, of course. You're okay. in Dallas. I was, I was hoping that would be the answer. If you're in Dallas, and you're on near Greenville Avenue, um, lowest Greenville, I know Greenville goes pretty far. Um, yeah, Wabi House, the wait might be long, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I always go at dinner time, get the tasukamen, and then I add the chili paste in. Mm-hmm. It is chef's kiss. They also have like the best playlist all the time. So, yeah, I was gonna tell you this. Your they changed list. the playlist the last time I was there. Oh. And it was really strange music. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But normally it's really good. Well, fingers crossed when y'all go to Wabi House, the playlist. Yeah, yeah. So I have my stats, obviously, I have that I'm 23, I'm a girl, 5'4", which I think the 5'4 is a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch for sure. And then I have that I drink. (laughs) So the second picture is a graduation picture. So it's me at my best and I'm like, yeah, it's like a headshot type picture. It's like, this is as cute as she's getting. It's not going up from here. It's just like, that's it. Then I have like a kind of in the moment photo that you took actually from oh. ACL. It's when I'm in that oh, where that was actually so Yeah, we were waiting for Meg the Stallion. It was so hot outside. So hot. I was also wearing a long sleeve, so of course I was hot. It was actually my birthday this day. Oh yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. R. I. P. Um, yeah, back when I had glasses too, wow. Um, because you can see the glasses and the glasses <laughs> picture. Um, I really couldn't see without the glasses. <laughs> So, you know, just like an in the moment, ooh, she's fun, she's flirty, she likes to she do things. Take herself too seriously. Yeah, or like, why is she on the ground in a group of all these people? Because I didn't give context. It just literally, you can kind of see the ACL wristband, but mm-hmm. that's it. Um, let's debate this topic. This is the one that I get the most answers to by far, which is interesting to me. Um, I did best sauce to get at Chick fil A, and then I said that there are wrong answers because there are. If you get honey mustard or barbecue or i don't even know the other ones top three answers are chick-fil-a sauce polynesian maybe buffalo and maybe sweet and sour sriracha i mean sweet sweet and spicy sriracha did that question used to be about high school musical no that's the next one oh okay i I knew that was yeah yeah so then i have a picture of me with other people in it and someone holding an 818 tequila bottle and me holding a high noon to show that I drink. And the next prompt is try to guess this about me. And I said my definitive ranking of the High School Musical franchise, also controversial, and I will fight anybody on this. I fight Lexi on it all the time. And yeah, we can go we can go into a different time, but that's that. I got a couple ones on that one. I guess guys just don't watch High School Musical, but I think it's funny. And then a picture of me in Austin with another drink in front of me. So <laughs> I probably should take that out. And then I'm wearing that Drew House hat that I have. And then, wow, another picture with me with a drink in front of it. So if the answer isn't obvious to take me to go get drinks, then I don't know what it is. Yeah, and then Bumble really quick. I think it's pretty similar because I'm lazy and I don't want to come up with different stuff to say. Obviously the stats, same picture with Rachel. Um, oh, <laughs> my bio. I'm going to ask you your ranking of the High School Musical franchise, so be prepared. Exclamation points. 
Have I ever asked a boy? No. <laughs> She does not. I, like, try to see the vibe of if they would answer it. Yeah. But I haven't had anyone where I'm like, he looks like he would have an answer to this. Yeah. But maybe I should try it. Maybe I'd get an answer. Same guard. Like, the pictures are the same. And then I have the swipe right, if you know, a good sushi ramen spot. Mm -hmm. And then the quickest way to my heart is happy hour. Again, you have to give them Easter eggs of, like, stuff that they can ask you to do stuff. Says anything, she's consistently... Yeah. And then I'm known for my controversial rankings in the High School Musical series. I think I just changed my bio to that High School Musical thing yeah. a couple of weeks ago. But literally, I have not been on these apps in forever. So it makes sense to why they're not updated. But yeah, that's me. So, okay. I think this is a, a good segue. Victoria's last words were, that's me. What does that mean, Victoria, in terms of relationships? I think that that's really important to talk about. I think regardless of if you're dating, like you, like been dating for a year six months two months engaged married um or single like me you kind of have to make sure that you prioritize yourself first know about yourself enough to like know the ins and outs of who you are because you really can't date someone else and be fully engaged in a relationship until you know who you are i mean you can but like i just don't think that you'll have a healthy relationship unless you know those things i will say there's definitely um not i feel like boundaries isn't the word i'm thinking of but um, it's important to, I think, also keep in mind and not be scared, maybe, of not, like, being the most aware or, like, the best version of yourself when getting into a relationship. If you do, I think one of the biggest and probably toughest and most challenging aspects of being in a relationship, at least from my perspective, is because you spend so much time with that person, not even necessarily intimately, but, I don't know, just in your day-to-day -day or conversations, they'll point out a lot of things about yourself that you didn't know about yourself mm -hmm. um and so I think kind of um like I said one of the biggest things to look forward to in a sign of a healthy relationship is being with someone who can point out some of those things in you um so I would just say keep that in mind but it's going to be so hard for you to put in the effort whether it's casually dating or whether it's being comfortable with being alone or being in a relationship if you're not treating yourself correctly mm -hmm. um I think that's something that kind of gets lost it's always oh doing something for someone else friendships, relationships, relationships with your parents. Um, but it's so, so important to prioritize yourself in so many areas as well. Yeah, because to be a good partner to somebody, you have to be a good partner to yourself. Mm, okay, that might be the um, the clip I use for like the recap post. Right. It's like a key takeaway. Yeah. Um, but practically speaking, what does that look like, like being good to yourself? Um, I think for me, it's really like making sure that I do things that I enjoy and like taking the time to do so. So I know for that, for me, one of those things is don't judge me for it is watching like trashy reality TV. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's trashy, but other people do. <laughs> um, so for example, there's different layers to reality TV. We won't get into it, but I feel like for me, like something that's comforting or like nostalgic or just like maybe heals my inner child I don't know mm -hmm. um is watching like housewives and so like I grew up watching that with my mom Atlanta housewives is by far like the best the best in the franchise um any joke that you've heard on TikTok or any trending sound is probably Nene leaks from housewives yeah. um so I'm re-watching that right now and it's literally so funny but re-watching reality tv um something that I didn't expect to like was going to the movies by myself okay um That's yeah, that's true. I agree. Um, 
my therapist actually told me to do it and I was like I don't want to that's gonna be so weird like I knew that other people did it but I was like for me to go like I just think it would look really weird um and then I had a bad day at work one day and I saw that someone posted the Spider-Man No Way Home (laughs) cast on their Instagram and I was like oh yeah I'll go see that I guess it's out now didn't realize that it was opening day like it was the day before oh, like the movie came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I still don't get that. Like, but, like, that's like the truth yeah, so the Marvel fans were out and, like, about. Granted, like, I am I think I'm a pretty decent fan of Marvel. I know, like, enough about the franchise yeah. um, because of my friends in high school. But, yeah, went, literally had to get, like, the f- very front row seat on the corner. Yeah, like, and I was at <laughs> Studio Movie Girl, too, so I had, like, the seat reclined all the way back, and I was still, like, craning my neck to see. But I went to go see it again, so it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, wh- seeing a movie by myself, it was like literally like a date for myself. Like, it's just like, wow, I'm really here by myself. And it's very entertaining. Yeah, I think there's so many times that people automatically assume that it's like embarrassing yeah. to do things by yourself. Um, I'm thinking about it now. I don't think I've ever like, I don't, one, I don't think I've ever gone to a movie by myself. I don't think I've ever gone to a restaurant. Yeah, that was, myself. that's like, what she asked me to do. And I was like, I can't do that. I've gone to, I feel like I've gone to like coffee shops. Yeah, I was like, I can do a coffee shop, but not a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Um, so weird. I wonder where that, like, stigma started. Um, anywho, I think something that I really love doing by myself is shopping um, for anything. Groceries, things I don't need at Target, um, clothes. I just like to do, go shopping without judgment. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. in terms of like, people judging, like, what I'm purchasing. I feel like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And someone else is like, yeah. Um, but I think that's, I don't know, that's a time that I just like to be by myself. I like to see what decisions I'm making, like what I actually like. Um, so yeah, I would say practical piece of advice. One, do things by yourself. See what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. Why? And then once you find that, don't let people take that from you. Yeah, I will say I do love a good grocery shopping by myself. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned earlier, I usually have my AirPods in, Mm -hmm. mask on, hat on. But yeah, it's like so comforting for me for it some is, reason yeah. to just like peruse the aisles and pick up what and I want to get. You, yeah, you know I, mean? I usually put on podcasts, maybe this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I just I think I do it like every Saturday, Saturday morning, best time to go. Yeah. Like no one's there. Um, yeah, a one. I love that one. So, in addition to doing things by yourselves, I think it's also important to kind of note like the things that you love about yourself, mm-hmm. because like. If you know something is true and, like, and you hold that truth to yourself, like, no one's going to be able to take that away from you. So if you were, like, to get into an argument with, like, a significant other or something, like, you know your worth, you know, like, what is great about you and those qualities about you so, like, they can't belittle you or, like, take you down anyways. Not saying that that's, like, going to be the case, but it's also good to have those things that you know about yourself in those cases. So, Lexi, what would you say some of those things are that you love about yourself. I think um, Victoria made a really good point in terms of once you kind of find those things you love about yourself and hold on to them, no one can take that from you, um, which I think is 100% true. And I think it's also crucial to kind of look at it from the perspective of you finding those things that you love about yourself based off your own judgments, right? Versus being, oh, so-and-so said I'm so good at this. So that way, if that relationship with that person, whether it's romantic or platonic or, or anything, you know, once that person disappears from the relationship, those attributes about yourself don't disappear as well. Um, and I think a lot of those things you love about yourself can be found by spending time by yourself. Um, True. But also definitely with others and kind of seeing how you interact there. Um, I think something that I love about myself and definitely know to be true to just 
my character um, is my ability to empathize mm, with true. a lot of people. I think, oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> Even though, like, not that I can about this Victoria, but it'd be funny if she gave me a look like, really? Like, that's not what I have gotten. Um, but yeah, I think, I think empathy is crucial to who I am. I think it's crucial to a lot of the relationships that I've had and that I've built. Um, but also, I'm really, really working on being more empathetic with myself. Um, but yeah, I think just how I treat other people, how I always try to look at it from their perspective in the positive and or the negative um, has just helped me navigate so many things through life. Agreed. But I think that's a good topic. I do think I also resonate a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm a Libra, maybe because I actually am empathetic in some regard, but I feel like I'm really good about seeing both sides of a situation, even whenever like I'm involved in it and being like, okay. I messed up in this way. This is where I take fault. Um, So yeah, I agree with that one. But I would say you're a little bit more empathetic than I am. I would say one thing that I love about myself is when I'm passionate about something, I'm like actually passionate about it. I think because I'm very passive about a lot of things in my life, just because like nothing really bothers me until it bothers me. But whenever I'm passionate about something, I think I go like all in about it. So whether that's, I think... This podcast is one of those things, like, whenever we were first, like, brainstorming and coming up with the content and the name and, like, when we would launch and... Yeah, like, August. Yeah, August. September, I think. Do you remember? I was so trigger hungry. Like, I was like, why can't we just, like, record? Like, and you're like, well, we don't have anything in yeah. place. I think that was also a test for me, like, patience-wise. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, if I don't have this to work on, like, I don't know what I'm going to do because work is so bad. Yeah. And that was a sign that I needed to just like handle things that I was working on with work. But I think that this project as a whole of entry level and resonating with like people who are going through the same things yeah. is something that I take pride in. And the fact mm-hmm. that I was like, wait, no one's talking about this. Yeah. And talking to so many of my friends and recognizing that that's something that they're all going through. I think that that's something that I really like about myself is like, I guess when you're thinking about like your purpose in life, it's like, what am I here to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not saying that this is my purpose per se, but it was just like, this is something that I could do that could impact other people in a positive way. So maybe that's what mine is. Yeah. I would also add, I think I was thinking about this as you were talking, something that I love about the both of us, I think we both definitely share this quality is just like creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's, it's just like, I don't know, it's so fun to like talk through all these ideas and I feel like we both have really good ideas, not mm-hmm. even just relating to this podcast, um, but even getting passionate about that, but then how our creativity has impacted other people around us. Yeah, I think um, that that's cool. Really cool to watch. Yeah, especially like whenever we're doing like strategy stuff, mm-hmm. because I'm like, I think we both, we talked about this before, but we're both like really big picture people. Yeah. So when it comes to the tactical steps and like actually finding content that we're going to do or coming up with episode names or captions that's like never been my thing (laughs) but it's I think we've been doing yeah I oh god yeah um but I think that they it's been a really fun process I've really enjoyed it yeah so I think with that I challenge you too if you haven't sat down and kind of thought about the things you love yourself recently go ahead and do that um I think it's helpful whether you have to write it down say it out loud Mm -hmm. Um, but again kind of like finding that thing and if you don't know what it is not thing singular but plural multiple things Mm -hmm. um just like build that up for yourself because I think it'll help you just be more confident in pretty much everything you do yeah and then lastly um we also kind of want to touch on times that we haven't been good partners to ourselves like I mentioned um like you have to be a good partner to yourself to be a good partner to someone else yeah 
and we recognize that there are times where we don't we aren't really the best versions of ourselves or we don't treat ourselves the nicest and so recognizing those flags and then realizing how we can flip that and maybe do better so what's one of yours I think a big thing is I I tend to measure my success long term short term hourly daily um, by how productive I am and I definitely have a very narrow view of like what productivity means mm-hmm. um, so in the very probably dictionary definition sense of like getting things done like I am so mean to myself and I'm so hard on myself if I don't get things done or I, I feel so guilty when it's like well you know I have three hours this afternoon like I could have picked up another shift at mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, or like I could have done this or I should have done that versus giving myself time to rest Um, And I think it's so funny thinking through those things and saying it out loud because if someone had confided in me that that's how they felt, I'd be like, literally, you should not be treating yourself like that. Mm -hmm. You need to rest being, or resting and like recognizing what you need in that moment is also very productive, Mm -hmm. Um, but I tend to not give myself that grace very often. Um, And like I said, it is so weird to say out loud because I wouldn't want someone to treat me that way and I wouldn't want to treat someone else that way, but I tend to do it to myself quite a bit. Yeah, I think um, I'm a little bit agreed on, like, that aspect as well. I think – I know we've talked about this off mic. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, in the sense of just, like, trying to be as productive as possible Mm -hmm. because I feel like we are really ambitious Mm -hmm. and like to achieve a lot of things can sometimes lead to burnout, at least on my end. Like, I can work myself so hard to the point where I'm, like, I am literally so – worn out and tired and I just like could sleep for three days straight because I'm doing so much and I always thought that like I was I participated in self-care but like it wasn't until like I actually sat down and I was like what am I doing for myself to make sure that like I'm mentally okay going into work every day or like once I hit the weekend like I'm not super like crazy I don't know (laughs) um but yeah I agreed like a hundred percent like I think productivity thing will really get you Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be a lot more intentional about that. So um, I put for mine um, comparison, which I touched on that in the last episode. Probably will continue to touch on this in every single episode. I will find a way. Yeah, I will find a way to bring it up probably in every episode. So I don't care. Get ready for it. (laughs) We'll eventually do an episode on it. But until I figure out how to stop doing it, I don't think I can give advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I just don't think I should be giving advice on that. So I think for me, like I am so bad about recognizing that we are all on different timelines, especially if we're the same age. Um, For instance, like one of my friends like is about to buy her second condo. Like Mm -hmm. I have friends who are dating. I have a friend who's engaged. Like I have someone who's moved away and I just have not I felt like checked off those boxes or I'm not even on that path to like completing those things, I guess. And sometimes for me, I can like diminish my own accomplishments because of that. And I'll be like, well, I haven't had like a real boyfriend yet, like an official exclusive boyfriend. I thought I was going to get married by 25 and I've like never like had a serious boyfriend or I don't have this much in my savings or anything like that. And I can really get down and out about myself because of that and really like lower my self-esteem and my confidence. But I really am trying to moving forward, like recognize the things that I've done. I only 23, I think also realizing that 23 is like not an old age. Yeah, there's literally so much life to be lived and so many more things to accomplish that I don't want to get so honed in on the things that I haven't done yet that I 
don't recognize like the journey and the path that I'm on and realize that it's like lin it's not linear but it's like you know you're you're it's a journey and so I don't know I think that that's something that I'm trying to be cognizant of every single day especially whenever I get in my feelings about like what I'm seeing on social media that other people yeah. are doing I think that's a um talking point for a lot of my well most of my therapy sessions up yeah to this point um and I think again that kind of goes back to okay well now we've graduated now what yeah for from what five or six to 22 mm -hmm. you're kind of surrounded by people who at least in one very large aspect of life are like we're all working towards the same thing yeah okay we all want to graduate kindergarten okay great <laughs> we all want to go to high school okay great we all want to go to school we want to get a degree and so you're surrounded by the people who are all literally working on the same things they might be doing side hustles or you know something outside of that but suddenly graduating and getting out and now like, you're just like thrown is, into yeah, it there, too there are no benchmarks like sure, mm -hmm. you can say have kids or get married or something but like that's not everybody's path yeah and, and it's like why are we measuring so, it based off of those yeah, things so weird. i feel like though that's what we've been to. Oh, I guess in conclusion, it's really important, regardless of your dating history, to date yourself, yeah. to really get to know yourself also. And that can be so many different things. I recommend, like Lexi said, starting with those things that you really do love about yourself, recognizing the times that you're not a good partner to yourself, and then figuring out things that you love to do by yourself yeah. to really... I don't know, I guess become the best version of you so you have your whole self to bring to a relationship mm -hmm. if that's something that you're looking to do in the future. Yeah. Do you that have any? That's very well said. Well, I was like, I don't know if I have any closing remarks. Oh, you sorry. Take it home. No, I don't apologize. You did great. Thanks. Yeah. That actually makes me feel really great. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like you also do a really good job at, you know, wrapping up the follow us and DVD. <laughs> do you want me to do that? Yeah. Well, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Um, as usual, if you have any recommendations, if you're our friend, text us. If you're yeah. not, um, message us on Instagram. That would be at the entry level pod. By now, you know it's two E's. And I think that's it. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great day, night, afternoon, and bye. <laughs>